Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, welcome back, y'all. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We are also joined by DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> Hey, bro. What's up? Thanks, man. All right, here's the deal. I watched a documentary on a radio station, and it happens to be the radio station where I got my start. I am interested in this. Oh, I'm so excited then. Okay, so it's called Worst to First, The True Story of Z100 New York. And... It's a little hard to find. I found it on demand on um, Comcast. You might be able to find it on DirecTV. If you Google, you'll probably be able to find it. It is a little inside radio. I, I mean, if you're on the East Coast, you're probably interested in the story. If you're in New York or New Jersey or Connecticut, um, if you work in radio or ever worked in music radio, you might be interested. So Scott Shannon and Elvis Duran created the documentary. And it is about how um, Scott Shannon, who's a legendary radio personality, created one of the most successful radio stations and music formats in the history of radio. Basically, in 74, 75 days, I think it was, Hmm. he took the station from last place to first place. And it has dominated the market for now 39 years. Elvis Duran has been doing mornings for 26 years now. Uh, They are competitors now. They are friends. I worked for both of these guys. Hmm. Um, I also produced Elvis's show, his afternoon show in New York. And then I went and worked for him in Austin, Texas. And I worked for Scott for five years. Interesting. And I just feel like everyone in radio should... Should watch this story. Should hear this story. Uh, John Bon Jovi's in it. Joan Jett. Tony Orlando. Taylor Dane. Debbie Gibson. Um, I wish I got a little more out of it. I wanted to hear more. I wanted to see more. I wanted to see more of the people that I worked with and to hear their stories. But sure, they did a pretty nice job. You want to hear the trailer? I'd love to. Yeah. Kick it. Kick it. Signing on the air, this is the new Z100. 
New York City was an impossibly saturated media market. That was the dream. Hear your song coming out of the radio. And it was really like this communal experience. I didn't like New York radio at the time. It was uninspiring, and it was ready for a takeover. And then came Scott Shannon. Live from the penthouse studio, Flamethrower. Scott came in not knowing anything about New York City. They started at the very bottom of the barrel. We were in last effing place. We suck. I almost fell out of my chair. No one ever says you're doing poorly in radio. We're going from worst to first. We need your help. He recruited the audience to build our audience. Z100 became the biggest thing in New York radio. From the top of the Empire State Building. Everybody broadcast from the top of the Empire State Building. <laughs> that is Scott's marketing genius. The reach of Z100 was felt from coast to coast. Made me feel like I had the freedom to do really experimental projects. Z100 was a renaissance musical culture in the city. Mr. James Brown! Z100. Wait a second. Did Scott Shannon create Z100? Boom, and you're in it. Holy shit. Oh, boy. Oh, that looks fun. He didn't say it. So what yeah. format was it? Rock? So, top 40? So it was top 40. It was like the CHR format, which is contemporary hit radio. And what was happening was the rock stations were dominating New York City at the time. Then you had like a disco station. So what he did was just basically took all the the best songs of all the formats and then we have contemporary hit radio um so he would play a rock song he would play a song that was nobody else was playing madonna would come into the offices and before she was madonna she was just mm-hmm. some club kid you know and asked to see Scott Shannon. And he w- would blow her off and blow her off and blow her off. And then finally, they were like, all right, send her in. Let her come in. And she comes in and she's like, if you play my song, which at the time was Holiday, mm-hmm. if you play this song, I promise when I make it big, I will do something special for your radio station. And so there's that little side story well, yeah, to that's go cool. with it. There was just so much more that I wished they included in this documentary, but I think you'll get the feel for... I'm sure you have a vested interest in it. You you worked there. You know these for, people. Yes, right. So my point is you are more... have like a higher level of scrutiny when it comes to looking at this and what could have been there, whereas I think for the average person... What you don't miss, what you don't, you know, don't know, you won't miss. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and I bet, you know, whether or not... I know you're saying it's inside baseball... But you know that's the that's the case with any documentary. It's a deep dive on a very specific thing, but usually you have some really wonderful storytellers there, and so I'm sure it tells the story, and um, everybody would find that interesting. Plus, you get to hear all that music sampled throughout, and see some of these famous faces and connecting their own careers back to encounters with sure. Z100. I like that they created their own hype too, and just brought the fans along and said, "Like you're going to take us from worst to first. And what they would do is they would like hang signs out of their you know, w- windows, office buildings in Brooklyn, New York, saying, you know, worst to first, Z100. And basically it it worked. It was like a grassroots kind of movement. There was no internet at the time, you know, so they right. did it by word of mouth. Kind yeah, of fun. Bef- before you could trend on Twitter, you were hanging signs out of, out yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Putting bumper stickers on your car, you know. 
signs in your car windows, that type of thing. So it was really fun to like know that I was a part of that. I came in about three years later. So this all started in 1983, and I worked there from 86 to 90. Wow, that's cool, man. Yeah, super um, fun. Um, so again, it's called... Z100 from worst to first. It's called worst to first. If you're if you're googling it, looking for it, the true story of Z100, New York. Okay, great. Yeah, you might have to do a little digging as to where you find that. Might be on demand though for you with your cable provider. But snoop around. Amazon might around. have it. Just yeah, dig around. It's fun. Um, very fun. Hey, when we come back, we will get into some studies that we've got. We got a lot of dog lovers. We got three dog owners on this show. Yeah, girl. Your dog tries to do this bad thing four times per day. See if you can figure it out. We'll tell you about it when we get into a couple studies when we come back on Don and Steve on My Talk. Oh, you know, I love being a dad, but between work work and kid work, it can be a little difficult to get a workout in. Well, Steve, I've got great news for you and all the other parents out there. The Y offers free child care with a family or dual membership. What? Yeah, you work out while your kids do fun activities and make new friends. Join the Y by February 28th and get $10 enrollment with 25% off dues through April. Join at ymcanorth.org. You said it, Donna. I'm on it. Hey, hey what, what, what's up? This what song? up, bro? Yes. Tune in tomorrow morning to find out if it wins Song of the Year yes! on the My Dog Awards. Woo! Oh, boy. This one was nominated by the Academy. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Okay. We nominated Butter by BTS. That's a good oh, one, too. That's yes, a good one. We feel good about that. Uh, the inaugural My Talk Awards that Rocco is talking about. They are presented by David with First Equity and Chanass and Dinner Theater. So the votes have been counted. You voted. And then we hand out talkies three each morning. So tune in tomorrow, 8 a.m., uh, to hear who won. New categories announced announced every morning. You can learn more at mytalk1071.com. Keyword awards. I will be in the hot seat tomorrow representing the Don and Steve show. Donna will be back on Jason and Alexis on Thursday. Yeah, girl. And then DJ Clomp Lobster will be there Friday. on Friday. Clomp Clomp. Give him hell, Rocco. Yeah. You know? I'm going to defend... Uh, our pick uh, for uh, Alana Heim is that? Her yes, name? yes. Oh, yes. The newcomer of the year. Yes. Also, I think I'm going to be defending our pick of murders. Only murders in the building. Oh. Comedy of the year. What do I have tomorrow? What am I supposed to be tomorrow, defending? Because I had to I'm do stupid licorice pizza. Right well, uh, song. we're doing celebrity story of the year. We picked um, Megan Harry and, and Megan. Harry. Uh, okay. Actor? No, um, not actor of the year. Drama of the year. Mayor, we did we go mayor? Mayor of Easttown. Good, feel great we'll about win, that. We'll win that. And then song of, the song of the year. All right. I'll tell you one thing I learned being on the My Talk uh, uh, panel, by the way. Uh, those two people right there, uh, Donna and Rocco, uh, took it more seriously than anyone else at the station. Hmm. Far and away. Jason t- said it right on air. He said, look, we just said, Don, can you please do these for us? And then I don't know what's going on with Lori and Julia. Holly was there representing submissions that essentially Colleen and Bradley had just uh, come up with, I think, without her. Then I had to tell the story of us getting on a call I and thinking like we, we were going to, I thought we were going to brainstorm on the call. And then like 30 minutes before the call, you both send emails with all of the submissions. And it's like, oh, man. Well, here's the thing, Was Steve. We were trying to use our time efficiently. Yeah. Thank you. I actually feel like we did well compared to the other show. I mean, it sounds like Dawn did everything for the morning show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know Grant had nothing to do with this. Picks. No, oh, my gosh. He doesn't get any say. Overruled. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought we did all right. We, you know, we compromised. We took a lot of times we were like, what have, t-, you know, there was very few things that all three of us watched. 
That but, is true. Or that we could remember that we right. watched. Yes. Oftentimes there was a two out of three, and we went with it. And uh, we've been losing uh, pretty badly. Oh, yeah, for six so far. We are the only one with zero so far, to be honest. Yep. All right, I'll, I'll All try right. to keep the streak alive tomorrow. <laughs> Meanwhile, let's do a study. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hey, what's up? Donna's got a dog. That dog's name is. Buddy Blue. What was the last dog you had? Maxie Poo Poo. Maxie Poo Poo. Maxie ran away a lot. No, Max didn't. That was Eva Bobiva. Oh, Eva Bobiva. <laughs> Eva. Yeah, yeah, She yeah, was yeah. a foster. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Max, God rest his soul. Yeah. Uh, Rocco's got a dog named? Right. Chico. I call him Cheeky. Cheeky. <laughs> I have a dog laying behind me right now. So cute. His name is Rex. I call him the Mighty Beast. He comes to us from the future with a message, and it's my job to decode it. Uh, the average pet tries to do this bad thing four different times a day. Do you think you know what it is for any pet owners out there? Try to think of it specifically with dogs. They try to do this four times a day, even though they know they shouldn't. Uh, they, um, they lick things they're not supposed to. I'm going to give you half credit for that, because it's, they try to eat something. That they should not eat four different times a day. This according to a new study. 61% of dog and cat owners say that they have lost sleep over the thought of their pet getting into something that they shouldn't. Oh, sure. Now, what do you... Let's go around the horn here. Uh, Let's start with DJ Rock Lobster. Mm -hmm. When little Cheeky Mm -hmm. gets something that he shouldn't, what is your verbal command to stop that? I think I just say no. Okay, John. No cheeky. Um, to stop it? Like, how do you stop that? Yeah, like the dog's got uh, your necklace in its mouth, let's say. Drop or it. Or a what? Drop it. Drop okay. it. Yeah. We'll do leave it or drop it. I think leave it is a good one, too. They He responds to both. Leave it is good if you can get it before they've gone to it. Oh, yeah. You know? Yes. Like, that. leave yes. it. And it's a good a good way I've learned to try to train that. And I like trained my dog for the first like month or two and then I just stopped. But I've been trying to pick it up a little bit again. But with Leave It, I'll get something that he really, really likes, like a chew toy. And then we just did this the other day. We're done. I put it right in front of touching his nose, where he was in a vicious game of fetch, like trying to get it anytime he could. But then I put it right there. And before he did, I said, Leave it. And then put it right there. And then he starts to like slowly open his mouth. Yeah. And then he's like, can I lick this? And I'm like, uh-uh, leave it. And then that same command works. Then I throw it, the fetch toy. But I say, uh-uh, leave it. And then he just waits until I give him like, okay. Yeah. And then he releases okay. and goes to get it. But that then I think that triggers whenever they go near the sanitary product that you're like, no. Mm-hmm. Then they remember the leave it game. is like, wait. Uh. It's I really interesting. want it. Yeah, the self We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Control that they are trying to exhibit in those moments is really interesting. Thank you. Thank you. All right. How many phone numbers do you have memorized? A handful. Mm-hmm. 31% of people, almost 3 in 10, uh, they say that they've got zero phone numbers memorized. Well, that's a problem because if your phone dies and let's say, I don't know, you're locked out of your house yeah. and you're trying to get a hold of your wife... Or husband, yeah, or, or roommate. What I feel are you gonna like do? I know ten or so. I don't even know if I know that many. I know mom and dad. Oh, I don't even. Well, I know mine are dead, so I guess I don't need to know those. Okay, don't okay, sorry. sorry. Hey, Debbie. <laughs> it's making it kind of weird now. I don't know if I should continue or do a follow-up no, question. Ahead, Ask how ahead. you're no, doing. No, I'm fine, thanks. You okay. All right. I have mom and dad. I have my brother, Scooty, my sister, Janie, my brother, Scott. I know all of theirs. My wife's, of course. That's six. Um, and then I know a, a one friend's number. Maybe that's it. What do I know? Seven numbers? How about you, DJ Rock Lobster? You're Indian vinyl. <laughs> do you not even save numbers uh, in your phone? I know my wife's number. If I think if I had to, I'd know my mom's number. There's really not much, though, because it's not, there's no memory, you know, you're not doing it all the time like you were in the 80s. Right. I only remember the ones from before I needed to memorize. Do you I remember mean, your I childhood needed... phone number? Yeah, 772-0556. Then it changed to 772-0849. Oh. Thanks. Oh, a number change is a really earth-shaking thing back in those days, too. Yeah. 274 Mm. 867-5309. <laughs> Get Jenny on the horn. Okay. (laughs) Okay. What do you do? We have so many things to talk about in the final stretch of the show, uh, but we're not there yet. That'll be coming up in 15 minutes when we come back. Hey, I have some other documentaries that you should check out. How about a list of those? Uh, And these are probably documentaries you've never heard of. So if you like documentaries, but you need a new suggestion, I've got a few coming your way next on Don and Steve right here on my talk. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We are joined by DJ Rock Lobster. Clump, clump. You guys so, like, go ahead, Steve. Whose read was it? It was mine. Did you it, recognize it was the Rocco's. tune? Yeah, I recognized the tune. This happened to me yesterday, too, oh, Donna. I did? Okay. I, uh, we had a little, little like, just mix up with the log, you know, so you guys hear us. We tell you about these companies that we partner with. We want to help spread the good word about them as they support us. Uh, sometimes things can get a little hectic though. Something was changed in, in the, the rundown that I was looking at. And so then I don't, I don't think I'm doing anything. And then I hear the music and Rocco looks over at me from the the other side of the glass. Like, this is you, this is you. And then I just jump on and I'm like, Hey, what do we, what do we got? Health partners. And then he's like, Nope. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, let's talk about our skin then. And I'm going to tell you about poor Ma climate smart skincare. And then I felt really alive oh. after that. I didn't need coffee or anything. But it's it's fun when you get an intercepted read where somebody starts to read over someone else's spot. That's enjoyable because then it's someone gracefully has to kick you out of the car. And Rocco opened the 
door and kicked you right yeah, out. Yeah, he did. But you know what? We handled it like pros. Yeah. So that's what's important. Because then he was kids. like, Donna, could I cremate you? And you were like, actually, yeah. yeah I've sort of been thinking do. about it. <laughs> Please do. Just get it back right into the crematorium. Donna, Donna. No, yeah, you've got right, a great you? life ahead of you. Okay, thanks, Steve. <laughs> we did. It was funny. I was just looking back at a text thread from like last week where we talked about uh, <laughs> how you wanted you wanted to get a premation. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Steve said something super insulting, and I was no. like, okay, mm-hmm, you always do. That couldn't have happened. Mm. Now I want to find out where, oh, yeah, here we go. Let's see, is this safe to read at work? <laughs> Maybe. You can leave out the... Oh, uh, yeah. this is one. Rocco had sent us a... Uh, um, uh, a copy of, by the way, we're going to get here in a moment. We're irritating our bosses when we do this. I'm going to get, I got great documentaries you've never heard of that you're going to want to add to your list in a moment. Rocco had said a while ago on our show, the smithereens came up mm-hmm. and he said, quote, don't even get me started on the smithereens. Which you found humorous. <laughs> because it's the only time it's ever been uttered by a human. <laughs> because it meant he had a lot more to say than he thought time allotted right. on the band, the smithereens. Sure. Uh, let's see. And Donna's he... like, sweet, cool-looking vinyl. And then she says, P.S., Steve, I really thought I was a lot better looking than the, oh, the, oh, the Wheel of Fortune. Fortune. Oh, so I... Steve was like, oh, yeah, I saw a lady who looks like you. Her name was Donna. It was on Wheel of Fortune, long blonde hair, mm. dishwater. Mm, gray. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, you guys, you know you're both tall and hair. And then Donna said, and I go, okay, she's like 75. She says, I didn't realize I looked 70. Okay, maybe I don't look a lot better, but I feel like I should give my hair a hot oil treatment now. Now that you sent that picture saying, this reminded me of you. And then Rocco, (laughs) Rocco said, I'd hot oil treatment everything if you can. (laughs) And then Donna said, ugh, I'm all atrophied. What's the number for Crescent Tide? <laughs> and then Rocco said, get a premation. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. oh, it's a good time. That's our text thread. Look yeah. inside. That's us outside of work. Yeah. Yeah, totally different now. Because we're baby buddy booze. Oh, Donna, we have to schedule our dog park visit. Oh, my gosh. When do you want to do it for this afternoon? Definitely not. It's okay. snowy out there. Um, maybe, maybe sometime next week. I love it. Just remember the last time somebody went to go meet Steve for some fun in the afternoon, they fell and broke their ankle. In it's three true, days. and it is pretty icy out there right now, so maybe another... Well, listen, I am... coming to Bloomington, right? I right. am okay kicking this can down the road another season. All right, that's fine. Not a season, but maybe a month. Thank month. you. You talked about the Z100 documentary that I do think sounds interesting. I came across a list when I saw that you put that in. I thought, well, what are some other documentaries that we don't know about that might be good that you might not be seeing when you scroll through Netflix? This is a good, I love this because I'm always looking for a good doc. Okay, good. And I already linked it up on the Don and Steve Show links page. Uh, it's a, it's a full 10, 10 little known documentaries that will have you glued to the screen. It's from a website never heard of before, but they seem to be committed to the genre documentary reviewers. Com. I'll rattle through a few. Uh, how about this? The first one is called Unrest. They say, uh, before seeing this documentary, they had never heard of chronic fatigue syndrome. Oh, yeah. Or myalgic encephalomyelitis. Didn't they call it something else? Um, it had to do with, oh, gosh. Mm. <sighs> Come on, guys. 
I know someone who has this, so that's okay. Why I'm, okay, who worked at Z100? As a matter of fact, full circle. That documentary is called Unrest, and they say that it chronicles the frustration, devastation, and confusion that accompanies this disease mm. uh, that seems to affect far more people than you would ever expect. By the way, you have to look up where you'll find these. So the link is okay. there, and then you go and figure out where they are because they did not link up to that. Uh, how about this one? This one's called the Barkley Marathons. Deep in the Tennessee mountains, an annual race takes place. Before this documentary, the race was only known by diehard runners that wanted to see just how far they could push themselves. Wow. After the documentary, uh, presumably a lot more people that try the run, it's based, based off of a famed prison break. The Barkley Marathons, the name of the documentary and the race, takes runners over a 20-mile course five times. <gasps> the rugged, rough, and steep terrain make the course downright miserable. 100-mile race, the Barkley Marathons. Stressing me out. I can't watch that. All right. How about The Fear of 13? It's a captivating, disturbing, exciting documentary. It manages all of that while still featuring only one person through the entire film. Nick Yaris is a death row inmate who most famously petitioned the courts to follow through on his right to be executed within 60 days of his request. Apparently, he tells a really interesting story there. And uh, if you if you like crime or prison documentaries, this is a death row inmate who tried to make good on a request that, according to uh, certain laws, that you can request to be put to death. And they have to honor that request within wow. 60 days. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, this is interesting here. <laughs> well, interesting is a weird word, but it's called Omo Child. O-M-O Child. It tells the unbelievable story of the Kara people, an African tribe who for centuries has murdered their own children <gasps> to avoid an omen. More importantly, the documentary profiles the unbelievable man who is working to stop this devastating tradition. They say the story will stay with you for a long, long time. Won't be watching that. How about The Last Czars? It's the retelling, uh, retelling the story of Tsar Nicholas II of Russia. It intertwines dramatic reenactments with commentary from dedicated historians, so you get the best of both worlds, the awe of true history and the excitement of modern filmmaking. Um, they say it's amazing. That, that at the time, This was posted a while ago, back in 2020, but they say at the time it was on Netflix, and they think it needs to be added to your queue. From the notorious Rasputin to the well-hidden genetic condition of the heir to the throne, it's a historic documentary with true but shocking plot twists. Hmm. The last czar. Spell czar. Uh, C-Z-A-R? Nice. Thanks, man. Here's one that won't interest you, Donna, not even a little bit. It's called Napoleon Hill's Master Key. It's the oldest documentary that these reviewers say they've ever seen, but still the info is so powerful and timeless that it's one of the best documentaries they've ever seen. Technically, it's a, it's a docu-series, uh, Napoleon Hill's Master Key lays out exactly what you need to do to succeed at anything. Mm. Your temperament, your mindset, the way you carry yourself, who you associate with, your posture, Donna, all of these Thank factors you. are things. It's called Napoleon Hill's Master Key. I'm not going to watch that. So far, these are some any, any of those? How about exit through the gift shop? 
Okay. Have you seen that? Deal for a while. I never saw it, but oh, it's great. You should watch it. Yes, it's really, really great. Uh, It'll change the way you think about the American dream. They say maybe even the way you go about achieving it. It's uh, directed by Banksy himself. They say one of the most powerful. Obviously, we know he's this mysterious figure in the world of street art. I'm listening. And they say it provides an amazing and inspiring glimpse into the counterculture world of street art. It's called Exit Through the Gift Shop. I think it came out, boy, maybe like 2012. Okay, I was going to say, this sounds like an old movie. Okay. I watched it when I lived in New Mexico. That's how I timestamp it, and I remember loving it. Really okay. good. All right. I'm gonna. I'm writing that one down. By the way, the term I was looking for that they used in the like early or the late '80s for Ish. chronic fatigue syndrome, Epstein Barr syndrome. Okay. Does that ring a bell? And then mm. I think they changed the name because you know they didn't share the same symptoms. All the same. Who cares? Anyway, what was the name of that movie again, Steve? The oh. one about chronic. Uh, stand by. Thank you so disorder. much. We're asking. Thank it you. is called Unrest. Thank you. Unrest and Exit Through the Gift Shop. That's my take. Those are the two on your list. All right. Yep. There's some others there. I linked up the whole uh, article. So if you want to check that out, it's over at the Don and Steve Show Links page on mytalk1071.com. Link them up. Yeah. Uh, we got a little extra music news. Oh, fun. Um, we'll tell you uh, something really cool for Skinner fans. Yes. We've got that on the way. Uh, you've got a story about a settlement that was reached with the fire festival. <laughs> got that on the way. And a warning about one of the commercials you saw during the Super Bowl. We'll get to all of that in the final stretch of the show coming up next on My Talk. Of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. How you doing, Steve? Pretty oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Pretty good. All right. Yeah. I hear it's very bad out there right now. The, Is uh, it? Uh, at least out here, we're, we're in uh, Carver County, and my yes. wife just returned. And I just saw a text message saying that it's uh, very, there's bad visibility, heavy yes. snow, and winds. Can see that now. Yeah. yeah. Not a so good drive, drive slowly. If just you're listening to slow. us right now, slow it down a little bit. All right? You don't got to get anywhere in a hurry. I mean, I don't know that for a fact, but... That's good immediate edit there, Donna. Thanks. Hopefully you don't have to be anywhere in a hurry. There you go. So slow it down, especially on 94 where everyone's psychotic. Okay. Here she goes. They're insane. People drive... And it's like narrow. And they drive like they're in the country. Nobody else on the road. Get off my lawn. Donna. What? Come on. Remember, right. we're all supposed right. to be cool about this. Yeah, kind of all right. Stuff. Sorry, guys. Be careful. We care about you. Uh, we really do. If uh, if you're a big Leonard Skinner fan, I will link this up right now. There's a spot that you can go. It's on Airbnb. It's apparently <laughs> the childhood home of uh, of the Van Zants. Do you know it looks exactly how I thought it would? Is that right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, It's. Uh, they say it's a living tribute to the Van Zants. Features many nods towards Leonard Skinner and their legacy. They say you'll find some cool memorabilia, a vintage 1938 Brunswick pool table and a retro 70s feel to remind us of the way things were with a hint of nostalgia. But you can go and well, let's see what this thing's going for. 262 a night. Rocco, this seems oh, like the kind of thing you would do, man. Yeah, Rocco. Let's the just... price is right. 262 yeah. a night. And now you say, I'm in the exact house where where the Van Zants discovered their love for 
music. It's better than visiting the crash site because I think um, wow. there's snakes you don't and even have to finish everywhere. It. Oh, okay. From what I've read, because um, you know a few, a couple of those guys died in a plane crash, right. and uh, I think in order to get to the crash site, you have to like watch out for poisonous snakes and alligators and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Great. Just a little factoid that I've kept fact with me. Is Ryan. I want to, to see to more sites. pictures of the house. Yeah, there aren't a ton, but. He, it looks very, listen, Humble. most of us either grew up in this house. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. A variation of this house or had a friend who did or a relative who did. There's a lot of this that seems familiar. Oh, yeah. It's you very, know? like, 70s. It's very uh, long yeah, wide, it's like a, wide, it's, a, it's wide. It's a rambler. So sort of that single story stretched out look. I that is kind of cool. This is in Jacksonville, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to see the inside. Are I, you seeing it? Do you see the do you see like the pictures of the pool table and stuff? No, I don't. Oh, click oh, you're Link uh, it up, yeah. Yeah, it's it's linked up. Go to the showings page. It's right there. Um oh, but yeah, then you right, got some old school Thanks. Okay, thanks. Donna, just chill, man. You're going to love it. You'll love our website. All right. Okay, thanks. Uh, but it's, yeah, just every, all of the rooms, when you see the inside of it, Donna, you will think, I know this house. I've been in this house. I probably grew up in that house. Exactly. Yes. It's a very, there's a real relatability to it. All right. Um, I think they also give a warning, like, hey, if you're looking for a nice place, this isn't it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Something to that effect. Yeah, you need to be coming here purely for the nostalgia yeah. of it all. Okay. It's got pretty good. It's got a five-star reviews, only six reviews. I'm looking at the availability. I mean, it's pretty open now next month. Only two dates taken, I think. No, I see it's like living a in a shrine. Taken. Oh, my God. I, I interviewed these guys quite a few times. The Van Zants. Well, yes, the yes. So Donnie, who was from Thirty Eight Special, and then is it Johnny? Who's the one who who died? I don't remember. But there's Rocco. a Johnny and a Ronnie, and I don't. But um, they're the nicest people on the planet. Just so sweet because they had a country duo that they formed called Van Zant, and um, Ronnie Van Zant founded Leonard Skinner. Okay, so. Ronnie's gone. And that's, yes. So it's Johnny and Donnie. Oh my God, look at the kitchen. I know. Oh my God, it's the best. It's like those scalloped, uh, cut out um, design under the cupboards. (laughs) Oh my God. Doesn't that just have a nostalgic, there's a very familiar vibe. Yeah. Very familiar vibe. There was a lot of pot that that was probably smoked in this house. Donna. What? 
Oh, that's cute. That's a cute uh, idea. I love it. Uh, a couple other things that I saw today before we go. Fire Festival. We all remember the dumpster fire that that festival was. Bobby McFarlane got behind it and apparently secured millions and millions and millions of dollars and then set up essentially FEMA tents and, you know, <laughs> like cheese sandwiches and cardboard boxes. It was a massive failure. None of the musical acts showed up. It was terrible. It was a complete lie, a complete yes. scam. It started all hype, and then nothing ever developed or materialized. There is a reality TV star who was going to Fire Festival. Excuse me, let me quiet my dogs. <laughs> having a dream back there, and uh, they finally got five years later. It was 2017 that Fire Festival was supposed to happen. It's been five years since then. Finally, got the settlement check because there was a settlement that had been reached for those who filed complaints. And bear in mind, the tickets for the event, Fire Festival, sent customers back between $1,200 and $12,000. I just want to hear the dog now. I don't even care what you're saying. Now he's up. Now he stood up. He he realizes that he was uh, being a public disappointment. (laughs) Hi, buddy. Um, But anyway, this person finally got a settlement check, and it was for like... It was a slice of cheese. It was $200. (laughs) It was a mere fraction of the cost of the ticket, and it was because they think that they they were only able to get uh, a certain amount of money back because they the money that was there was a lie and wasn't really there and had been spent or whatever. And so they had a total of $78,000 to be separated amongst all the ticket holders who formally filed the complaint. So Fire Festival, even the settlement, was a total disaster. <laughs> One more thing, a warning. I missed this commercial during the Super Bowl, but apparently there was a oh. commercial... With a QR code. Yeah, everyone's like, nope, I'm not hitting that. I'm not. Mm-mm. Well, I think that there were a lot of places, a lot of rooms that were split of either I'm hitting that or I'm not touching that thing. Kids probably and did it. There was yep, a warning out. in my place. Nope. So it took you to Coinbase, which is a cryptocurrency website. And the FBI was issuing a warning, not about that commercial, but... <laughs> God. What is happening at your house? He's having some sort of an allergic reaction to something. Did he sneeze? I don't know. He sneezed. I'm sorry. I thought you heard that. It sounded like a horse. It went. <laughs> yeah, it did. I heard it. Um, anyway, there, the FBI is warning that though that one seems to have been legit, takes you to this legit website, Coinbase, where you can buy and sell cryptocurrency, that it showed how captivating and how many click throughs an ad like that could get. And so. If you had someone with nefarious purposes, I don't know, let's say Gru from Despicable Me. If he wanted to put out a commercial with just a QR code and it's really, it's bait marketing and it works because you see it there and you have one of two thoughts. Apathy is not one of them. It's either I got to click on that thing or there is not a chance that I'm clicking on that thing. But the intrigue, the unknown, where will it take me? I think it's genius advertising. The FBI is warning there could be... Oh, yeah. Other imitators who sure. are bad actors out there who are trying to get you to go to a certain thing that, uh, that you know, isn't exactly safe for, for you to be a website that could be compromised and they could be getting some of your information. Guys, listen, I'd love to do more of the show, but uh, I'm not with this dog, so I'm going to let the dog out. All right, bye, Rex. Now we know who let the dog out. I like it. <laughs> Don't forget, you can still download that song and many more from the Baja Men. <laughs> Can anybody uh, recite any of the verses from that song? Because yeah. I know I can't. Yeah. Who let the dog out? Who? Who? Right. I know it was you. No. Because no. the dog went poo. No. In the house. Okay. All right. Whatever. Anyway. Um. Hey, I just want you to know I'm a little mad at you.
Well, the party was nice. The party was pumping. There you go. I got rid of all my VHS tapes, donated them, and now I see this story. I mean, I had 200 of them. Some of them were still in wrappers. First print VHS of the Terminator just sold for $32,500. Get back, Gruffy. Back, Gruffy. Right, Get fine. back, you flea infested mongrel. Okay, so I wasn't too far off. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to round up. We're going to give her points for that. Thank you. Uh, Kalina Bradley are coming in next. Uh, I'll be on Jason Alexis tomorrow, 8 a.m., for round three of the My Talk Awards. You can tune in to that. We love you all. all right, Stay bye. safe.